You're listening to the Simple Living Made Simple podcast, episode 13, another garden update. In this update, we're just going to be talking about what's going good in our garden, what's not doing so good, how the chickens are doing, and some of our plans for the rest of the summer. So thanks for listening and let's get started. You're listening to the Simple Living Made Simple podcast. My name is Stephanie and I'm a wife, mother of three, and the creator of the blog Winging It on the Homestead, where I help modern mothers incorporate simple living and self-sufficiency skills and knowledge into their busy lives. My goal is to help you refocus your life towards what really matters, your family, as well as boost your confidence so you can start being more self-reliant and decrease your dependence on stores and commercial products. Join me as I share with you my appreciation for creating a homemade and homegrown life through gardening, food preservation, cooking from scratch, making your own products, all while keeping it all practical, intentional, and realistic. Hey guys, in this episode I'm just going to kind of give you a little bit of an update on what we've got going on. I like to try to do this uh, just like every couple weeks because right now we're pretty busy in the garden and things are rapidly changing, uh, growing, or dying, you know, all those kinds of things. So I'm just going to kind of give you an update and uh, let you know what we got going on. So uh, right now, at the time of recording this, it is mid, uh, late June, and so we are pretty well into gardening season. We still have um, a lot more to go. Usually we really pick up about like mid to end July and then we really start the harvesting so right now we're in a little bit of a lull but the things are are picking up typically I I always do this every year which is in May I get my garden in beginning of May and then it's a couple weeks I was sitting around and waiting watching things grow and I start to do a little panic that things aren't growing what if I don't have any plants and my cucumbers are dying okay I need to go get a new plant all that kind of stuff so I think I'm done with that kind of running around and and finding replacements and fixing things and those whatever. So I think my garden is what it's going to be at this point. So what's going well? We have um, plants that are doing good. We have a bunch of herbs, our chives, our sage, rosemary, mint, or, or our herbs. We have lots of herbs that are doing really well. Our chives, sage, rosemary, mint, oregano, tarragon. We have lavender. I've actually planted a new plant, um, a second plant anyways. Thyme is doing really great. One of my favorites is thyme. Um, and basil. Now I'm excited we did our basil from seed this year, and it's doing really, really, really good. Uh, all of our tomatoes are doing well. Well, we did a lot of tomatoes from seed. So uh, I put some in our tomato beds, like our raised beds, and those are doing really, really well. And then I did some other ones that I planted it to test out in various areas around the yard and around our, our property. And most of them aren't doing quite as well, but at least I have about five to six plants in the beds that are, are taking off. I, I took some time uh, the other day to stake them up and prune them so that they should be really, really good to go. Usually in the past, I've gotten lazy with the tomatoes and let them go kind of wild, but this year I'm going to going to really take care of them and stake them, you know, that kind of stuff. What else is doing good? We also had our strawberry harvest come in and that's fizzling out at this point. It was our first harvest. We planted all these plants last year and then they 
they spread and gave us a nice little plot. And this year we actually got to harvest from them, which was really neat. But right when they were like peak harvest, we got two days of like nothing but rain. So that unfortunately rotted a good portion of them, but we still had some that we could enjoy. And then I froze a bunch that I'm going to be making jam or jelly, whatever. Um, it may, whenever I start doing my harvesting and my, my food preservation, which will probably be end of July, beginning of August through August. So I, you can freeze them. You can take your, if you're not ready to do actually, um, anything with them. What I do is I kind of pick them in batches. So I'll pick them like every other day. I'll pick a big batch and I'll freeze them. And then a couple of days later, I'll pick another big batch and I'll freeze those. And I'll just keep adding them to a big bag. And when I'm ready, I'll pull that bag out and I'll make jelly. So that's the plan with that. We have potatoes that are doing really well. We put seed potatoes in and I've got some regular uh, red potatoes and some yellow potatoes. We also have some like, I don't know what they're like, purple fingerling potatoes but we've got a, a wide variety and those are doing really well they've flowered what I'm waiting for them is now for the stems to kind of die start to die back and apparently that's when you harvest them first year for potatoes and we've had no sign of Colorado potato beetle which is apparently a big issue so that's exciting so they've been pretty easy I'm just hoping that underneath we don't have any kind of rot or any kind of grubs or anything eating them in the ground that I can't tell so we will check them out. Uh, in a couple weeks, we will probably be harvesting them as well. We have a watermelon plant that's doing good. Our cucumbers are doing really good. I'm going to wait and see if they start flowering. I got them in kind of late because I did, I had some before and they just didn't make it. I think I had rabbits and they ate them. Cucumbers I did from seed and they were just not getting enough sun. All right. And then I've also done some beds with beets and radishes and carrots. Those are doing really well. Uh, so I'm excited about that. I'm kind of doing some, um, succession planting where like I planted a row and then a couple weeks later I'll plant another row and then a couple weeks later I'll plant so that I'm always enjoying, you know, carrots once they come in or radishes. So that's what's doing good right now. Uh, what else? Okay. So for the, well, let's talk, continue on the garden. We'll talk about what's not doing so well. So if you've listened in some of my other um, episodes, I may have talked about how wonderfully my cabbage, my broccoli, and my Brussels sprouts were growing, uh, and how beautifully they were growing and how, you know, we had them under a row cover and how we weren't getting any cabbage worms. Well, uh, unfortunately just yesterday, I'm very upset about this, by the way, very, very upset. I went out and we had some that were not under row cover and those I would spend Twice a day, I'd go out and I'd pick cabbage worms off of them. And it was just a continual battle because the cabbage moths are awful. Uh, so I was continuing to do them and I kind of lost the battle after not doing it for a day or two. And then going out there and the cabbage worms, they are fast and they pretty much decimated those plants. And I was like, well, that's fine. I'll just, those will be done and I'll have these under the rows, um, under the covers. You know, we have like a row cover uh, so they can't get to them. Well... The other night I went out and I start seeing that they're looking, the plants, the leaves under these grow covers look like they're eaten and they're like starting, they got big bites out of them. Now I'm starting to see cat and like caterpillar worm poop everywhere. And 
So then I start noticing that I've got moths actually flying around in the row cover. And I had this thing locked tight, but it must have been a corner opened up or something. And man, they get in there and they just wreak havoc. So I had a good six cabbages, a good six Brussels sprouts, and maybe like five broccolis that were doing really well. Because my eyes weren't as close on these because they were supposed to be covered, um, maybe I didn't notice them for, you know, as quickly as I would have, but they're pretty much all gone. But this is all learning experience. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to rip them out. I'm actually, they are right next to my strawberry patch. So I'm going to take that area. I'm going to extend my strawberry patch um, for next year because strawberries did so well. And we really enjoyed them. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to plant some more seeds. These uh, brassicas, the cabbage and the broccoli are really cold, colder weather vegetables anyways. They're probably going to be susceptible to um, bolting in the heat anyways. We have been having quite a bit of heat. So I don't know how they would actually turn out. So I'm going to hold off and I'm going to plant, I'm going to go ahead and get some seeds started and then I'm going to plant them again in August. And I'm going to lock that thing down, lock that row covers down, and hopefully we can have a fall harvest of broccoli and cabbage. So we're going to, we have some time to try it again. So that's okay. Um, let's see my bell peppers. I planted bell peppers all over the place and nothing is doing good. Um, I have two in my raised beds, which look okay. Maybe I'll get some peppers off of them, but I planted them all over the place and they're just not taking off. They're not growing. They're getting enough sun or something. So we'll have to see about that. My blueberry plant is coming in or it's in, but the, it's starting to produce blueberries and I put some bird netting over them. So that's really good because we're actually going to start uh, getting the blueberries ripened. That would be a lot of fun. It won't be very much. You can always tell it's already going to be maybe a couple handfuls, maybe a basket full. So maybe you can enjoy it, maybe make some pancakes or something, but it's not going to be a, a huge harvest. So I might take it uh, and try to plant another blueberry bush. Our June berries, I don't know if you guys call them June berries or wine berries, but they will be in in the next week or two. In fact, I'm surprised they're not in yet, but in the next couple of weeks, they'll be in. And they'll be in for about a week and the boys will eat all of them. They're really hard to preserve or do anything with. So we really just eat them as they come in. Uh, we don't really try to do much. Although I did do a wineberry vinegar last year. Um, that was that worked out really well. So you can there are things that you can do to preserve the flavor. To take advantage of some of the um, things that are in harvest. Even if you can't quite preserve the whole fruit. Um, so yeah, so that's what's going on with the garden. Uh, the chickens, the chickens are doing really well and they're getting so big. So what I have realized is that, well, I knew that it was going to come to this point anyways, but the coop is just too small. Well, the coop is, the coop is fine, but their area, the run, the area that they have to move around is too small. They're just getting too big for it. Um, so the completely enclosed area is just too small. So I'm going to, extend the run. I'm going to put, I'm not sure if I'm going to do like a kennel or if I'm just going to do like poultry wire with fencing and give them just an area to run. Um, then my hold up is that I have poison ivy in that area and I really want to get all that up before I let them loose in the area. So that needs to come first and then I will extend that because they are really getting big. 
Um, the other thing was the other night they, uh, we got home really late from a dinner and typically I, I go out about seven thirty, eight o'clock and put them to bed. Like I just go in and I put the food in the coop and then they, they all hop in the coop, you know, march in there. And then there's always been this little hybrid silky that I have that I thought couldn't get up in there. So I put her in there by hand. Well, the other night when we had our late dinner, I didn't get home till 9.30, 10 o'clock. And so I, and it was storming actually at that point. So when I got to them, they were all huddled together in the coop, which was really good. I was happy they were able to get up in there. And it's funny because the hot, the uh, Silky was actually up there also. So she can actually get in there. I would have been really upset if she wasn't able to get in there. Um... But they're a lot of fun. We really enjoy them. And I'd like to get them into the run so we can actually enjoy them a bit more. So we can actually, like, I don't know, I hang out with the chickens. But, you know, like, see them. Because they're just all penned in right now in a small area. And it's not, it's not good for them. So that's where we're at. I'm trying to think, what else do we have going on? We are working on a couple of ponds that we have. By ponds, I mean man-made little I don't know, koi ponds, although we're not putting fish in them, but we have two of those and we're going to clean them up and try to make them pretty and at least so they're not standing water, you know, attracting standing water, which attracts mosquitoes. So we're going to get them a pump going so they're at least moving water. So that's kind of what we're doing. Got some stuff going on. Um, So uh, yeah, hope that was helpful. Just kind of give you an idea of what we got going on right now and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Simple Living Made Simple podcast. I have a brand new guide out that is just perfect for this time of year. The Ultimate Fruit and Vegetable Seasonal Guide is now available and you can grab it for free at www.savemyveggies.com. If you are like me, you have thrown away produce that you just never got a chance to use. I used to do this all the time. Especially this time of year, as my harvest starts coming in, it can be difficult to properly store everything and make sure I either preserve it in time or use it up. That's why I created this guide. This guide has everything you need to stop wasting fruits and vegetables that you either grow yourself or purchase at the store. Learn how to properly store 25 plus fruits and vegetables to help them stay fresher longer. This guide also includes a month by month seasonal timeline so you know when to stock up on inexpensive and high quality fruits and vegetables to save you time and money. Again, you can grab that free guide at www.savemyveggies.com. As always, if you have any questions, want gardening advice, or have a topic suggestion for the podcast, please email me at info at wingingitonthehomestead.com.